where you will find health solutions to set you free from the overwhelm of diet culture and frustration with the ever-changing health rules. Let's go beyond the calorie and diet dogma to equip you to be healthy through simple changes to real food, mindset, and lifestyle. Hey, I'm Jolene. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, wife, furry guardian, and non-bendy yogi. Like you, I spent years chasing skinny instead of health. I finally learned that I needed to take a holistic approach to health and give my body what it needed to thrive. So if you're ready to take back your health one simple step at a time with results that are undeniable like more energy, improved mood, better sleep, and fat loss, this is the podcast for you. Hop in those headphones, take a deep breath, and let's get healthy. Hey, hey there. So over this past weekend, I was at a health conference and the concept of N of one, bioindividuality came up a lot. It was, it was kind of an underlying theme and I thought it was a really great time as your kids are going back to school, it's fall, we're trying to get maybe a little healthier, get back in the rhythm of life. Um, the new year's coming up, you probably are trying to figure out what you want to do to get healthy, lose weight, whatever it is, whatever your health goals are, if they're continuing journey, this concept can make or break what you do. So let's dive in. When I hear the terms bioindividuality and of one, it's kind of the same thing. So bioindividuality basically is the fact that you are uniquely you. And it's unique to you right at this very second. You see, your body and what it needs to achieve your health goals are unique to you right right now. They may change. What your needs are will change as your body changes, as things come up, as life changes. Maybe you might get a a diagnosis of something that you need to support. But these one-size-fits-all diets don't work because you are not supporting your individual body. There's a spectrum even in eating the real foods, eating healthy. It's a spectrum. It needs to be geared towards what you personally need to heal, what works best for you physically, internally, to be your best and thrive and be disease free. One of the places I start everybody at is whole real foods. That is the first place to start. But that's a huge gamut of food. It's not just lettuce, chicken breast, steamed broccoli. And in my case, I tell you, add some butter, make it taste better, add some seasonings. But there's seasonings. There is all sorts of vegetables, all sorts of meats, um, eggs from different animals even, and there's dairy from all different animals. What works best with you? There is no best. It's whatever your body tolerates the best and helps you get to those goals rather than taking or making you take a step back. The whole concept that you have to eat very specific foods to lose weight, to get healthy, and they give you that list of foods, whether it's a doctor, a nutritionist, a health influencer, whoever it is. It's not right because it's not tailored to what's going on in your body and what you need. And it was fascinating to hear story upon story upon story of people that did what their 
health coach or nutritionist or doctor said, and they got sicker, they gained weight. I heard stories of people gaining weight on carnivore. Now, if you ask the carnivore gurus, they're going to tell you that's impossible. I'm going, I'm here to tell you nothing is impossible. If you are not giving your body what it needs in macro and micronutrients, you can do anything the opposite of what you're trying to achieve. Figuring out what your body needs in the form of micronutrients, what macronutrients it runs best on, what other influences do you have to reach your goal? There are a lot of people out there who say don't track anything because you don't need to. But if you're a binge eater and your um, hunger hormones aren't set properly, you can overeat anything. Trust me. I sat down and ate a 24-ounce steak one night for dinner. Now that was my only meal and that was a lot, but I can guarantee you I overate that time. It was delicious. I didn't force it and I don't do it all the time, but if you have binge eating issues, that could be something you do all the time. And that's the problem. This is the main problem with one size fits all foods. You've got to address your personal problem, whether it's diabetes, thyroid problems, um, hormone problems, gut health problems, or a gamut of all of them. But you also have to address if you have binge eating disorder or any other eating disorders and figure out what your triggers are. Or if your triggers are food related, that's easy. You remove those certain foods. If they are stress related, that's harder to do. Removing stress from your life is not the easiest thing. So I want you to, to, to understand this concept of bio-individuality means you need to absorb the information that the um, health influencers, the doctors, the nutritionists, the nutritional therapy practitioners like me teach you and figure it out. If you cannot afford to hire one that speaks bio-individuality, you, you do not want to pay for somebody who's going to give you this one-size-fits-all diet that isn't going to be tailored to you. So someone like me who approaches it and, and, and dives deep into your medical history and figures out what you need, what needs to support your body today and keeps adjusting it. If you can't find someone like that, you need to learn how to pull those metrics out yourself. You have to be your N of one. So what is an N of one? It is an experiment that you do on yourself. An N of one experiment basically is all your own personal data, how foods affect you. You have to find the metrics of um, glucose, what it does to your blood glucose, what it does to your emotions. You have to pay attention and maybe journal how it's doing to your digestion. How often are you using the restroom? Do you eat something and run right away? Um, do you get bloated and gassy and tired and angry and cranky? All of that, that is you. And foods can affect it positively and negatively. So being very self-aware of what that is, is huge. Learning the tips and tricks to get there will make you your own best advocate when it comes to authorities. And that was 
in parentheses. A lot of people want to blindly follow doctors. Doctors are not educated in nutrition. Please take a step back. They are not educated in nutrition. I spent some time talking to actual doctors today who took the time to learn nutrition. That's not normal. They get about 24 to 48 hours of nutrition, if that. Now, I'm not saying doctors are horrible. I love doctors. Doctors are great. They are trained in medicine, though. So if you are wanting to try to address something from a nutrition level, it's up to you to learn for yourself. Find a holistic nutritionist or a nutritionist that doesn't go on the standard, that can actually look at what's going on in your body and help you. Um, and will tweak it and not just give you the standard nutrition advice that they learned in dietitian school. Find a doctor that actually studied nutrition. Do something and start thinking outside the box. Only 3% think outside the box when it comes to their health and wellness. By listening to my podcast, I know that you are one of those who are looking into thinking outside the box. I believe doctors have their place, but I believe that we run to medicine a lot faster than we should. There are a lot of nutrition techniques out there. There's a lot of adaptations to the foods you eat that will benefit you way more than taking that pill because the food doesn't necessarily have the side effects that the pills do. There is a time and a place for medicine, but if you have not tried to revamp and tailor things and stop going on these endless diets that aren't tailored to you, you haven't tried everything. You haven't adjusted your diet to you. You haven't figured out that, oh, I have Hashimoto's. It has a gut issue. Yes, I still have to take my thyroid medicine, but maybe if I triggered the gut, I could help reverse some of the symptom. You see how that works? I'm not saying you can cure this. What I'm saying is, is you can manage a lot of the symptoms without taking a lot of extra pills. There are some medicines you will never get off of. That's fine. That is not failure. That is being realistic, but you adjust your diet to support that. A diabetic that is told to eat carbs and adjust their insulin accordingly. And I'm talking about a type 2, not a type 1, because type 1 will always have to take insulin. That's not efficient care. Efficient care is helping them adjust their diet so they don't need to take excessive amounts of insulin. They're going to have to take insulin. Maybe they can reverse it to the point where they're not. I can't say that. But a type 2 diabetic can adjust their diet so they need a minimal to normal amount of insulin rather than an abundance of insulin. A type 1 diabetic, I've spoken to many and worked with a couple, can adjust their diet so they don't have to take as much insulin. Insulin is your master hormone. It regulates any everything. But taking a lot adds in a lot of fat in your body because the insulin's sole purpose is to store things. So if you have to up your amount of insulin, you're upper, upping your amount of storage. Now these are just examples, and I'm not giving you medical advice. I'm just showing you some examples about how good your body is to heal. Your body's main purpose 
is to be healthy and thrive and be in balance. If you haven't listened to the very last episode that I made, listen to it. Your body's purpose is to be in balance. That's what your metabolism does. It puts you in balance. So if we eat the right foods for us individually, and if you need help, reach out. Do it for yourself. But you eat the right foods for you, you will thrive. On that note, I can go on and on and on on this topic because it is a passion of mine. Too often, too many just eat this pamphlet that they're given and not understand that some of those foods are not good for them. It upsets their digestion. It upsets their gut barrier. It doesn't feed their gut. It, it damages some of their um, processes even more because it's out of balance. Figure out what balance is for you. Figure out the foods that thrive. Not that give you the dopamine hit. We all like that dopamine hit. Find another thing that gives you that dopamine hit rather than food. Food should be there to nourish and make you thrive. It should also taste good. I am not saying you have to eat nasty food because that would be like defeating the purpose. Season it up. Use your fats. Eat your real foods and figure out which real foods work best for you. And again, on that note, friends, I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you found value in what you heard today, I would be incredibly grateful if you could help spread the word. Sharing is caring after all. Share the podcast with others that will find the information helpful. It's through your support that I can continue to grow and bring more amazing content. And if you have a spare moment, I would truly appreciate it if you could leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world to me, and it also helps others discover my show. I read every review and take your suggestions to heart, so please don't hesitate to let me know what you think. Remember, you can stay connected with me by following me on Instagram or visiting the website at holistichealthmadesimple.com. I love hearing from our listeners, so feel free to reach out, share your thoughts, ideas, and even suggestions for future episodes. See you later.